Welcome to Dreaming Back to the Earth, a podcast dedicated to exploring the concept that our dreams and their wisdom are a path to our soul-rooted relationship to self and earth. My name is Mary Kay Casper, and I am co-host with Katrina Dreamer of the Dreaming Back to the Earth podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to share our perspectives and experiences on what is happening to the earth right now, to us, and during this time of um, the COVID-19 virus crisis, how that has affected our dreams too. So I welcome you to this episode. Katrina, would you like to say hi? Hello, everyone. Hi. Yeah, so Mary Kay and I kind of chatted before our recording of this about what our dream life has been like. And I don't think, once we started talking to each other, I don't think that actually what we're going to talk about today was what we anticipated. <laughs> yeah, right. We were going to maybe talk about um, how has, you know, situations around the pandemic shown up in our dreams, but actually something much I don't know, for me, more interesting, something deeper actually occurred for both of us. And so it made me curious to see, you know, to share these experiences with you to see if other people are experiencing something similar, um, almost like a little mini dream research moment <laughs> here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think one one thing that we both talked about was that th this pandemic is a, it's a global moment. We're all connected to this. You know, we're all connected always, right? But this is really highlighting just how connected we all are, how connected um, all of the economies in the globe are. And um, we're, we're having a collective experience right now. And, and really interesting things happen during collective experiences. Yeah. We won't know the ramifications of it, maybe even for a couple of years. But being right in the moment right now and in short, sharing stories of what we are experiencing right now, um, both, I think, serves to help people feel like they're not alone. I think a lot of people are feeling they're alone because many of us now are under stay-at-home orders or um, things that are even more stringent than that. We are here in Vermont under a stay-at-home order. We can still go out to get things we need and we can go outside for walks, but we really are supposed to curb our in-person interaction with people. And so um, one, one space that we can turn to is to share our stories. And another space we can turn to is the dream space and connecting with the earth. And in particular, for both of us, um, connecting with the dream space has brought us some interesting connections. <laughs> I'm trying to be so coy about what we're talking about, but you'll find out in just a minute. But yeah, Mary Kay, what, what would you want to say about that? Well, yeah, and I, I want to say what is happening right now on a global level is asking us to live differently. Mm -hmm. and be differently. And I think that's going to transform us in some way. 
because we're having to do that, it, it is challenging us on so many levels, um, physically, emotionally, psycho, psychically, spiritually, um, and, you know, in our relationship to the earth and to our communities. I mean, it, it's really fascinating to me how many people are outside walking right now and as a way of being able to engage in some kind of activity. And so I really do feel that there's something happening energetically on this globe amidst all the challenges that come with this pandemic. And, and I feel like, at least for me, and what we want to talk about it is before this pandemic, you know, at least for myself, I, I had experiences in my life that um, on some level, you know, provided challenges to me emotionally, psychically. And as a result of the pandemic, it, I have, it's, it's kind of deepened and become even more intense. And there's been several, I, I have to work and because I work in the mental health field with intellectually disabled, so we're in working. And I have had experiences of um, feeling that chaos and that messiness and that unsettledness. And my dreams have reflected that. And what I'm discovering is that my dreams are also bringing me the support that I need to deal with all of that. And I think that's something we want to talk about today. It's like we're going through all of, the, all of these challenges. What is happening in our dreams that will provide some support and guidance um, to help us get through this, to weather the storm, you might say. And I think I've been pleasantly surprised by what my dreams have brought to me to help me get through this. How would you, would you say the same thing, Katrina? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I'm usually a pretty prolific dreamer and I do often remember my dreams. I think I've, I've started to really, I started to feel the anxiety mid-March. Um, and I work with kids and I go to schools and I was going to multiple schools in a day and I was going to multiple libraries in a day. I was in a lot of public spaces and I started to feel really uncomfortable about that. So there was a period where I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't, um, I'm, I have generalized anxiety disorder and all the symptoms that I'd worked on over the years and therapy and dream work and multiple things, they were all coming right back. Right. Um, so there was a period where it almost felt like those things were, were disappearing, you know, yeah. like when you kind of go in right into the really hard stuff right, right. Um, that can happen sometimes. But then, uh, you know, I made some decisions for myself about only seeing students online the governor started to make some decisions about how we were going to move with each other, interact with each other. And I did just decide to stay home. And once I did that and made those decisions, I started to relax into my usual practices. So meditation came back. 
um, and the dreams started to come back. Mm. And I have written down a number of of dreams, and I've remembered more dreams kind of in the last two weeks um, about Barry, kind of like you. I, I think some are reflecting the chaos, just right. really yeah, wild, exactly. strange. Um, I can remember one dream in particular where I was thinking about the virus and people were getting too close to each other and why were people meeting in this big group and those, those kind of dreams. But um, I can't remember what day now, but, but really not very many days ago. Um, I had a dream where I saw my grandmother, a visitation dream. Uh, my grandmother passed away a couple of years ago now. And I've had visitation dreams with other ancestors before, but not with her. And I was kind of just having a curiosity about would I ever have a visitation dream from her? Um, Not trying to get too emotional about it or uh, what's, what's that, you know, um, anticipating it too much, you know, just like curious, trying to be curious and, So in the dream, I was having, I was visiting a rooftop kind of restaurant in San Francisco with my wife. And I looked over and saw my grandma and my grandpa, who have both passed away, and my aunt, who's still living. And I went over to see my grandma. I was so excited to see her. And... We talked a little bit and the moment from the dream that stayed with me so strongly is that she gave me a really big hug. Mm -hmm. And in the dream, she was telling me it's okay that we didn't have really a lot of um, good interaction time uh, before she passed because I was, I've been living in another state for a long time. Um, and she, her health was not good for, for a while. Um, so we didn't, you know, we did, the, when I saw her the last time, we didn't get to have a good conversation, uh, you know, or like a, even really a goodbye. She was really pretty far or near to dying. Um, and so it was just so amazing for her to say, it's okay. It's okay that we didn't have that. And then we had, that moment in the dream, Mm. (laughs) you know, and it was so, it was one of those dreams that was so visceral, so visceral, like it really happened, you know, and I, for me, I, I do believe it did really happen. Um, and so I woke up with this feeling of her giving me that hug and having that message that it's going to be okay. Right. That it's okay. And so I was able to translate that to it's all going to be okay (laughs) right now it feels so chaotic and it feels so uncertain and you know she's she is there she's looking out for me and here she even came to give me this message and and that hug which right now I'm I'm super lucky that I have a partner and I am able to still get hugs. So many people right now with the keeping away from each other aren't. And so to have that 
hug from someone else, mm-hmm. you know, was really powerful and really right. special. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's the standout dream for me. And I know that you have a similar mm-hmm. experience that you want to share, Mary Kay. Right. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, taken by like being able to take that feeling and bring it into waking life and have it be there when it, when times get rough right now. And, and that's similar to me. Um, I lost my dear youngest sister very tragically last May coming up on the first anniversary. Mm. And, you know, it's been really, really hard and painful. I didn't get to say goodbye. I, um, and there was so much unsaid between the two of us during the last part of her, the last year of her life. And, and so there are regrets and there's guilt of not being there and wondering how it happened and why it happened. And, um, just a lot that has gone on for me. And I have been wishing for a dream with her, wanting to talk to her, wanting to be connected with her in some way. Um, and I think I had one dream, but, it w- but she was very distant from me in the dream. And not too long, you know, I, I think it was this past weekend, I, I won't get into all of the dream because there were so many parts to it that were just so fascinating to me. But the kind of the crux of the dream was the be- the whole beginning was about what was about conflict and trauma. Although I did have a goat in the dream, and that was really interesting because goats are playful and resilient and can like walk on you know cliffed areas and stuff. So that you know it's like uh, that's really fascinating to me. That's the first time I've had goat, and I was helping goat to get some kind of veterinary help because something was wrong with it. Mm. And, and so, you know, I, I see that as probably being part of what's going on with me, but there was also this, this trauma that happened in the dream. And right after that, I was at home and my sister came up to me and I was sitting down and she, she came up and she was smiling and she looked happy and just very kind of like you could tell she had a sense of freedom in her body and her soul. I mean, there was nothing that was weighing her down, um, which had in her waking life or living life, I should say. I call it the waking life because it seems that um, in some ways now it's very different. But Mm -hmm. she took her arms and she wrapped them around me and she just, I could feel her love and her being there for me. And it was such a powerful moment um, that when I woke up like you, it was like, I felt so much better. It was Mm. like before that I had been like plagued literally with my own emotional struggle around everything that was going on and dealing with a lot of stuff related to work and my, my, uh, my life, my personal life around all of this. And and it was like, I realized that it felt like a visitation to me in some ways and that she had healed and in her healing, she could come to me and help me to be, feel love. And after 
when I woke up, I felt so much better. And I can carry that with me now. Like it helped me to rest into, you know, what's going on with me. Doesn't mean I'm totally like not um, struggling at times, Mm -hmm. but when I start to feel unsettled, anxious or um, angry even about or feeling the grief that, that a lot of people are feeling, I can tap into that moment of being held by her and know that I am going to, you know, I am loved and I'll be all right. So it's like it's such a wonderful gift. And during these times, and I wonder if other people are having these experiences of having an ancestor or um, some guide of some sort, whether human or non-human, coming to them in their dreams to give them support and, and guidance during this time. Yeah, yeah. So, so kind of what we talked about was posing that question to the people who are listening to reach out and let us know, have you had a visitation dream? Have you had a dream where a guide comes to you? Have you had any kind of interesting animal interactions? Um, I just remembered a dream that was probably at the end of February with um, an element that showed up really strongly, but in a really kind of powerful, helpful way. Um, So yeah, I'm just curious, is this another kind of collective experience we're having? Right. Are people getting, having dreams with guides or ancestors giving any kind of message, you know, it doesn't have to be the same as the message that we received. Um, But I would be really curious to know if that's another part of the, of what's happening. Right. Right. In the collective unconscious. Yes. Um, And, you know, we always, well, I'm I was about to go into the, the practice or the idea, but is there anything else that you wanted to say before we do that? I don't want to, no, I'm cut you off. Yeah, I would love that you um, share the share what we had talked about. So the idea is number one, either to share with us in the SoundCloud comments or on our Facebook page, um, Dreaming Back to the Earth, or through email, Dreaming Back to the Earth at Gmail dot com. Um, if you've had a visitation dream um, or a powerful guide kind of dream but then also if you're listening and you're like i haven't had a dream like that but you are hoping for something like that or if you feel like that would be helpful at this time um just a quick practice that you could do that that might help facilitate a dream like that so the idea is um if you're able to get to an outside space right now um to to do that and if you're not Um, you know, look out a window so that you can find something, even if it's the sky. I used to live in an apartment in Oakland where I saw one tree and sky, you know, so if that's your situation, the sky is a great, you can, you can usually find a little space to see the sky and to just spend five minutes 
uh, just being with the sky, being with the tree, being with the ground, the grass, um, lots of places in the country now, or if you're in the Northern hemisphere, having more birds around, um, spring is happening. Um, and just what, you know, just be with it. There's nothing else that you have to do. Um, if you wanted to do other things, you could practice grounding or you could really, you know, tune into one sound or another or the feeling of, of the ground under you or noticing what the sky looks like. Um, but really, the only thing that you have to do is just be for five minutes. And just notice how that feels. And if you want, during that time, you can also speak to a guide or an ancestor that you'd like to connect with and, and share whatever it is that you want to share. Say hello, um, give thanks, ask a question, um, share how you're feeling. You can, that, that time can be for that as well. And then in conjunction with that, before you go to sleep, uh, pose a question to that guide, that ancestor, or just to the dream um, that you'd like. Or just say, hey, guide, or hey, ancestors, I would like to connect with you in the dream. Um, you could ask if they have a message for you right now. Um, and then just monitor, see what happens. You may get a dream that night. You may get a dream in two weeks. Um, and you could continue to do that practice of sitting and being uh, every day. If you can't manage it every day, just whenever you remember, doesn't have, like right now, there's no like do it every day. <laughs> we are all getting by and doing the best we can. So just do it when you can. And again, you know, this podcast will go up and it'll stay up. So uh, if you get something in two weeks, we'd love to hear about it. Um, we're going to all be in this for a while. So, <laughs> it's, you know, there's no time limit on this either. Um, but, but I think that that could be a, a helpful practice right now. Sounds great, Katrina. Yeah, and needed right now. Yeah. To ground us back. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm really glad we could do this, that we yeah. could share these dreams. And uh, again, we'd love to hear from anyone listening about what they're experiencing right now with the dream. So feel free to reach out to us either on the Facebook page, Dreaming Back to the Earth, or our email, dreamingbacktotheearth at gmail.com. Anything else that you want to add, Mary Kay? No, just thank you for being with us and listening. And yeah. we wish you well and many blessings right now yeah. as we go through this. Yeah, stay safe, be well. Hope everyone stays healthy. Right, right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.